Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Big Earth versus the People podcast. But this one is special because every Tuesday evening I record with the Straight from the Hip podcast. So popping off on this week, we have another exciting show where I do some craziness and everybody laughs. Y'all know how I do. So pop up to see the video on Facebook, Straight from the Hip, on YouTube, Straight for the Hip, and enjoy that version as well as this audio version. So I appreciate you guys. We're going to have a quick ad, and then we're going to start the show. Thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah man, it's, uh, it's a lot happening though. I'm, I'm gonna tell you that right now. A lot going on out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. I, I like, I like free agency time. And then it, I hit. I agency. mean, it, it really, you know, this whole thing about free agency, they need to like stop doing that damn combine and just do a show on free agency and just talk about all the free agency moves. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? Uh, but uh, oh. but like I said, this NFL free agency is just it's 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 out of hand. <laughs> I know. Two years, seventeen million for Tyrod. Yeah, to to do nothing. <laughs> I'll take it. We'll be doing the he practice. Probably be smart. He my, probably gonna be smart. With my clipboard. Hey, Mr. Bowler, how you doing, sir? Yeah, it's uh, it, it that's crazy. I'm sitting up here watching Vanderbilt play Belmont. Vanderbilt was crying. They didn't get into the uh, into the NCAA, and early they were losing to Belmont by like thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, they were. They were losing to Belmont by thirteen when I first turned it on. Now they're winning by one point. They it's just after halftime. They went into the halftime winning by one. But at one time they were down by like thirteen to Belmont. Interesting. I mean, I know it's some teams that, that shouldn't make it, that don't make it, and vice versa. Hey, Tom, what's going on? I don't know how Michigan made it. Yeah, you do. You know how they made it. I mean, I, you know, some some of these uh, guys bring some star power. What's star power? Huh? What's star power? The star power wasn't winning. I know, but I'm just saying. I mean, you know they got that star power coach. Come on now. Come on now, you know they're trying to get that coach in there. You know they like that coach to be in there. They co- throw that name out there. He ain't coached in three weeks. You know, you know, uh, Stackhouse ain't got Stackhouse ain't got that kind of star power. Yeah, because he, he what he coaching G League or he, he's still at Vanderbilt. No, he's at Vanderbilt. That's what I'm saying. Oh. That's why Vanderbilt didn't make it. Stackhouse ain't that got that kind of star power. Man, it was his best year ever at Vanderbilt. They best year yet. If they would have still had Kenya Martin Jr. They'd have been all Travis, right. You're you a Michigan hater. You, you're not allowed to write stuff like that because you're a Michigan hater because you are a Purdue lover. So you, you're you not allowed to write that kind of stuff in in the chat like that. We we, we all know the situation. He, he's going to say what he's going to say. We're going to talk about Deshaun Watson. We're going to talk about that, Matt. I said everybody talking about they want some D now. They may miscarry. There she is. That my girl is, hey, baby girl. <laughs> Man, that screen is so clear. That what? Your screen. I mean, that whole look. I mean, like, you know, mine's always foggy because, you know, it's hard for this intergal- intergalactic connection 
that I have up here on Black Mania. Yes, yeah, and then you know, over there in Chocolate City, where you know I know it's the capital of the United States and all that, but they don't really have the you know technology and stuff over there in the Chocolate City. There's too many black people there. So yeah, we, I'm just saying, yours though, holy moly, it is so crystal clear. That ain't nothing special. I mean, you know, I guess, uh, and you still glowing too today. I'm just going to say. <laughs> as soon as this white brown wears off, I'll be yellow again. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, start the music. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> yep, see there? Matt Collins said you still glowing. coming to you live from the Imperial Palace on Black Mania. Oh man, there's a lot of stuff going on up here. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna tip y'all to it right now, but there's a lot of stuff going on at Black Mania. But from the ATL, still glowing. One of, one of our viewers, Matt Cowlett, said she is still glowing. Miss Karen, how are you today? <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm well, thank you. Still, apparently, I have a Hawaii vibe going on. Are you yeah? I need to feel that love when I'm yellow, banana yellow again, please. What did you say when you woke up this morning? I woke up um, and said, Good hey, morning, gorgeous. Good morning, gorgeous. Did you look in the mirror and say, Good morning, gorgeous? Exactly that. Lord. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Chocolate City in the building. Urban Payne got do rag on it, but they ain't. Look, dude, you are DC. I love it. Urban Payne in the fifth. I'm gonna talk about y'all in a few minutes about them damn commanders. I don't know what y'all do. You ain't gotta say nothing. I don't know what y'all. I don't know what y'all do. You ain't gotta say nothing. How you tell me? You ain't gotta say nothing. I need some insight. I need some insight. That's why I'm glad you're on the show, so you can explain what the hell they're doing in damn Washington, D.C. I'll give you what the I know. The commanders. Yeah. Now, who, who, who wants to be known as that? You know what? It'd be bad if y'all change it at least to the commandos or something. But the commanders, I mean, that, that sound, that's corny as hell. I mean, who wants that? You got a shirt? Go put, show me your shirt and take commanders on. You ain't going to find it in this house. They need to be trying to change their colors or something. Do something. No, I mean, no, that, no. That's awful. No, we that's gotta keep awful. the colors. Gotta keep the colors. Yeah, I'd rather you get on out them colors too. Mm-mm. Anyway, we're we gonna go on ahead and get started. Where's my phone at? Let me find where we are. Go ahead and get started today. Uh, we, you know, everybody's talking. Everybody know the big story. Brady is back. I know everybody's happy. <coughs> yeah, I know y'all had a party this weekend. 
after y'all found out that Brady was coming back. I know you are so excited. Tell me about your feelings about Tom Brady being back in the NFL, Miss Carrie. I'm just kind of over Tom Brady, obviously. Um, the GOAT? Can you really get over a GOAT? That's like saying I'm, I'm over Michael Jordan. I mean, if he was playing for the Falcons, I wouldn't be over him. But he's oh, not. I think oh, Lord. He's not playing for the Falcons, and so I just have to look forward to playing him twice again this year. Ooh, and that. hearing about him all year, hearing about the number of records he's going to break and all the, like, I got tired of him last year, so I'm a little bit over him, um, over him retiring for under, what, two months, under three months, and now coming back. I mean, his family was super important to him, like, ten days ago. You know, he had 917 records, 915 of them against the Falcons. I mean, I'm just saying that. That's not about right. <laughs> I ain't going to argue that. Irv, how you feel about uh, about Brady being back? I, I never thought he was gone. I really never really? did. No, come on. It, it was it was too quick. Because then he'd do it like the day before the Super Bowl or on the Super Bowl or something like that. And I was just like, come on. He just tried to be front page news. It stuff. was emotional. It was an emotional argument. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Um, but I'll be honest with y'all. I am really surprised that he's back. I mean, I, I honestly thought that he was going to be the, uh, you know, uh, Barry Sanders type of a guy. You know what Barry Sanders said? I'm done. He was done. It's 10 years late for that. You know, what's the guy in, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Calvin Johnson. Walked away from Calvin Johnson. Thank you. Calvin Johnson. When Calvin Johnson said, I'm out, he was out. I mean, there have been some NFL players who, really retired way before their time. 49ers had about four or five in the last 10 years. Exactly. That's my point. And I just felt like it was kind of in that era now where when guys said they were gone, they were gone. You know what I mean? It's um, It's been lately, it's very few guys who have retired and called it quits and then came back. You know, you just don't hear about them like we used to. Of course, Brett Favre did it eight times or whatever he did. But, you know, you just, and I was shocked. I'm going to be honest with you because I knew, and you know, you've been hearing stories about how his wife was putting so much pressure on him. And I thought she just won out. And I mean, I'm, I'm afraid now that, you know, if he comes back this year and has a decent year, win, lose, or draw, he might say, hey, let me go ahead and push for another year. I mean, who knows when he's going to stop at this point. And that's my real fear is, is that I was hoping he would end his career in a way that you would remember him as being a very good quarterback. It seems like now he's going to choose to end his career stinking it up like Ben Roethlisberger and like, uh, uh, what's her name down in, uh, New Orleans, oh, Breeze. Uh, Drew Brees and some of these guys, well, they couldn't even throw the ball damn 20 yard Peyton Manning stunk it up in, in Denver before he called a quiz. I mean, I, I hate that. I hate that. I hate to see that. You know, Emmitt Smith stunk it up in uh, Arizona or whatever he went to after he left the Cowboys before he quit. You know, Eric Dickerson came, brought his ass down here to Atlanta and stunk it up before he quit. I mean, you know, I just, I hate to see guys do that. I, I, I'm, you know, as much as I hate to see Barry Sanders going, I thought it was way too soon. You never remember Barry Sanders having a bad game. I mean, Barry Sanders was always Barry Sanders. 
You know, you, you never remember uh, Calvin Johnson having a bad game. Calvin Johnson, Calvin Johnson, mega strong. You know, I mean, because they, they just retired, they didn't come back. That was it. So it's, uh, it, it's, it's, I'll be honest with you, I was shocked to see it happen. And I know, I think, uh, much as I hate to admit it, it might have been Travis said he thought he was going to come back. But, uh, you know, Travis ain't never right about nothing. But, like I said, I think, I think Travis did pick that one right. So, uh, but anyway, Brady's back. And uh, it's, it's funny how a lot of these jokers that were talking about leaving or that had left the Buccaneers, all of a sudden they want to come back now. Oh, yeah, wouldn't you? Someone fought to get back. Someone made it back. Wouldn't you? Someone got back. Let me sign one more one more uh, one year deal. I know. So they, everybody wanted to get back. Oh, yeah, everybody wanted to get back. So they, they someone made it back. Who came back? I, I mean, the one center, right? That's it. I'm, I'm well, not well, what about, uh, I, well, some of those free agents, I think, who were thinking about leaving, you know, they, they're trying to get some of them back, like Gronk, of course. You know Gronk ain't going nowhere. I mean, Brady will pay for Gronk. Huh. You know, he'll be like, man, just cut mine. Whatever y'all going to pay him, just take that out of mine and let him have because he owns my house all the time anyway. So he, he, he may well. I may well go ahead and feed him. But um, but I, I just heard that there was some guys trying to get out of contracts that they had just signed and all this. So it's a, it's, it's a, Travis said the Bengals have signed their center. So, oh, of course, Travis would know that. So, but anyway, all right, let's move right along here. Um, talking about the Falcon, let's go ahead and talk about the Falcon. Maddie Ice restructured his contract. I mean, they tore it up. I mean, he was like due $48 million and then uh, they cut it down to $36 million. And then uh, they, they said something about giving him a partial amount of Monopoly money. I mean, they did everything. To, to And then after that, what did they announce? They going after Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Ooh, you want to talk about dirty. Woo! I mean, listen. I might have to become Atlanta Falcons fan. They're going to be dealing like that. I mean, that is some low-down, dirty, dirty. Right there, when you talk about the dirty south, that is the dirty south, this area. How y'all going to do your boy like that? <laughs> Talk to Where's me. my A? <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me, Miss Carrie. How y'all going to do your star? Look, the... the um... It hasn't been signed yet. That deal hasn't been signed yet. Um, so his uh, cap relief is not really there just yet. It has not been signed. So it looks like like the conversation is okay. Let's let's exchange dead cap really between Houston and uh, um, Atlanta. But you know, I I for one, I don't want to see him here any longer than he has to be. Um, but I still think that we were going to lose. I mean, either way, I say I know Coach is going to be like, that's just like a Falcons fan. Y'all ready to lose. Yeah, but we lose. are going to we're, we're going to lose this year. We just are. And so it, it, makes, it, it makes a bit of sense that we try to get some cap relief and get something in here to, um, to keep from having a, you know, a boo-boo season, as Coach would say, a dookie season. Um, you have and one push it off. Well, he's gonna he's gonna play for us through twenty twenty three, and then he's gonna he's gonna be gone. 
You right about what you just said. Y'all gonna lose this year. And I hear what you're trying to say. You're trying to stop the bleeding. But I mean, you can't right. put a you you can't put a bandaid on a gunshot wound. I mean, it is it, first thing you got to do is shut That's down true. Magic City. Okay, <laughs> right now. You can't give up the wings. <laughs> if you don't shut down Magic City and, and find somewhere else to get them Lewis William wings, or whatever it is. I mean, I can't. <laughs> hey, what, what's the difference? What happened to them Hawks? Everybody did all that talk about the Hawks. Oh, we got the Hawks. Oh, man, are they even going to make the playoffs? Are they even going to make the round-robin thing to try to get in? I mean. Yeah. 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 We'll likely. Everybody did all that talk last year. Oh, yeah, we have arrived. Uh, that little boy, y'all talking about that little boy being the new, the new hit. hit. He still is. Well, oh no, he's not. No, he yes, is. Yes, he not. is. Oh, he's God. got the most forty-point games Here this season. I think Here he, we go. he does. Here we he go. is a five star. He's a You see what I got to deal with? Hey. Do you see what I got to deal with? They winning. This is what I got to deal with these Atlanta fans. I mean, you know, Julio, Julio was doggone better than sliced bread. He was. When he was here, took his ass up there to Tennessee, and now y'all have disowned him. I mean, he ain't gonna have a job this year. He gonna have to retire. Y'all gonna have to sign him to a one day contract. Let him come on back down here and retire. And then, of course, you know they'll have him in the game uh, probably midway through the season. Put his ass up in the ring of fame and all that other stuff. Look, Sad. That's gonna happen, Coach. You can't decide whether you want to defend Atlanta or shit on them. Because one minute you're shitting on the fans defending the team, the next minute you're shitting on the fans. I mean, shitting on the team and defending the fans. I mean, come on. Which way I, is I'm really, I'm really shitting on both of them, to be honest with you. I mean, the main reason I don't like the team is because of the fans. It's just like UGA. I mean, I can't like UGA just because the fans are just so bad. Oh, you got some badass fans. We, I mean, it's just, we know the real it's, reason. It's, it's, it's terrible. We, I mean, it's the fans in this city that are bad. We know the real reason. <laughs> What's the real reason, Irv? You, you with the Vandy. Come on now. <laughs> that ain't it. Don't don't feed I us mean, that garbage. I am from Mount Austin, Georgia. What that I mean? I live, I, just can't, I can't get down with it. I lived in the triangle and I hate Duke. What's your point? This is the thing. If you if you with your team, you with your team. Falcon fans are all over the place. They are all over the place. At first, they're like, yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to the Super Bowl. Then after game three, they already talking about, damn, man. Okay, we just got to next year. I'm like, hey, coach, you won, and won, you won one and one, and you already give it up on the team. Right, but I can we can pull tape up when I say, well, it was a win, and it's my team, and I'm appreciative of a win. You're like, see, that's just like a fan. Y'all like take fan. anything. Y'all would take anything. <laughs> if I stand by him, you sit on me. If I walk away from him, like I did Julio, you shit on me. So either no, way, you no, shit because on me. You don't walk away from an icon. It's just like I told her a few minutes ago. You can't walk He's away from He's not on my Jordan. team. You can't, He's you not can't get on tired my of team. Michael Jordan. You say you're tired of, of Tom Brady. You, that's like being well, tired of Michael Jordan. You can't do that. Well, the Bulls are not tired of Michael Jordan. The Pats are not tired of Brady. The Bucks are not, but everybody else... And ask Detroit Pistons if they were tired of of Michael jo- Michael Jordan. They were. Oh, they were tired of him when he was playing. Because <laughs> he was tearing that ass up. Basically. Exactly. Let me get another 55 on that. <laughs> All right. 
let's let's move on because we got a lot to talk about. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Everybody wants some D. We talking about Deshaun Watson, that is. Everybody wants Deshaun Watson all of a sudden. I mean, it's like uh, um, New Orleans wants him. Cam Newton's ex-team wants him. What's them? Uh, uh, the Carolina Panthers. Now <coughs> the Falcons. And they're saying that I think they might be the, the ring leader after they done got Maddie Ice and give up that money so that they could get rid of him. Now they're going to try to slide Deshaun Watson, Gainesville zone, uh, Atlanta suburb, Gainesville, Georgia. For those of you who do not know, Deshaun Watson is from here, from the ATL to have him back. Dude, I'm telling you right now, they won't, I mean, you won't be able to get, get people in that doggone, uh, uh, that, that building. That, oh, like look, 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 I know, that's what you want. That's what you want, I believe you're going to get I don't believe you're going to get it. Oh, I'm going to tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. I believe when I see it. I'm going to tell you that right now. He going to the Saints. I, I hope he does, yeah. too. I, I hope he does. I hope he does go to the Saints. And that's why I'd like to see him go. It, it all depends on Jameis. And, uh, you know, because he just going gonna to be another victim of the city. He going to be another victim of the Magic City. I ain't talking about, I'm, I ain't talking about chocolate. City. I'm talking about the Magic City. And we don't need that. We don't need to see that. How you be a victim but of the place I, you grew up in? I will be interested in seeing how they talk about this when it's all said and done. Because we all know and we all suspect there was a corporate lynching that he had down there in, in Houston. That he told that man he didn't want to be there anymore. And then that man dripped up, you know, got all that stuff up on him to keep him from going anywhere. And so I would love to see just a, just a bare interview of him talking about that and, and and what he says happened and how he perceives everything. Well, and I would love to see that. I, Oprah need to go on ahead and, and book that and have that conversation. You don't want Oprah doing it early. Because she's going to give it right to Gail. We, <laughs> and we're going to have another situation. I'm going to fight for my life. Miss <laughs> Karen, what do you want to see Deshaun? You want to see Deshaun in the A for real? Um, be honest. You, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna say yes. You know why? Um, you know why do you gonna say yes? Cause you selfish as hell. You you selfish as hell. That's well, all that is right. That that it tells you wrong right there. That, 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 I that, wanna that, win. That's a Falcon fan right there. See that early? See? early. I wanna win. That's bad. That's bad. You've been <laughs> saying get rid of Maddie Ice for four years now. No, longer than that. It's been longer than that. Well, there you go. <laughs> How now long we can do it. Show? How long we been doing the show? I think we've been doing the show like six years. It, the, the first show we ever had, I said that. They need to go ahead and get rid of him. I said that a long time ago. Long time ago. They talking about Cleveland. Uh, Travis said Cleveland interested he, in, in he, the show. He was yeah. on the list. Well, he don't. We, we don't talk about Cleveland in a few minutes. And let's just say Deshaun Watson reached out to the Falcons. The Falcons didn't reach out to Deshaun Watson. So I this is. I think this is one of his preferred spots. Um, I don't. I don't know how they could make it happen. It sounds yeah. to me like it needs to be an NBA three-way, five-way trade at this point in order to make it happen. But oh, no. I would take him in a Falcons uniform, they- and I hope that all twenty-two. Of the civil 
um, suits going forward, I hope they end in zero dollars. <laughs> so that just well, just me, like the the um, criminal. I didn't know that uh, Cleveland was in in the in the running. Mm-hmm. I mean, what in the hell are they doing in Cleveland? They try to I back mean, away from that that Baker experiment. I know, but my whole point is they should have done that long time ago. I mean, I said that two years ago. I said they that the day they get away from that. I said that the day they drafted him. And, and well, I wasn't too crazy about him when they drafted him, but then he had one decent year, you know. And then everybody was freaking out about him. I said, okay, you know how I am. I'm, I'm not gonna. You gonna have to do more than one year to convince me, because everybody has one good year, and then everybody all of a sudden want to make him the coach. I'm like, are you kidding me? And not, and not I mean, only dude, that, that's crazy. And not only that, Mike Evans showed out. You got a guy that's been a nonstop Pro Bowler every year in the league that's show, that's making him look good, dude. I just anyway, my whole thing is is that that for them to say they're interested in him, I mean, what'd you do? You traded to get uh, uh what's the name Cooper, Amari Cooper, and you just gave away Jarvis Landry. I mean, you, you didn't trade him. You got nothing. For a five-time pro bowler, I mean, how do you just let him walk out the door, just cut it? I mean, how do you do that? And do you think that Amari Cooper is better than Jarvis Landry? Man, please, I guarantee you uh, uh, Jarvis Landry better than Amari Cooper. So I'm just sitting up there like, what the hell are they doing? And, I mean, last year when we were talking about what they were going to do this year, it was like, oh, uh, Cleveland is going to be a team to reckon with because they got that damn running back. Who, what's his name? Uh, oh, Chubb. Chubb. Uh, got two. Chubb and Hunt. Who's the other one? Chubb. Chubb. That's what I'm talking about. They got Chubb was the main one, and then they talking about you had Odell was still there at the time, and Jarvis Landry. He was like the third superstar they were touting that were going to be tools for Baker Mayfield. And now you just let his ass walk out the door. Don't get a damn thing for him. I mean, one of the main weapons on your team, you let him leave. Just just cut him. <laughs> I mean, don't ask for a damn thing. Don't try to trade him. Five-time pro bowler. And you just going to let him just walk out the door. And and, they, and, and and what walks in the door is something that ain't even close to as good as he is. I don't, I don't, what are they doing? I mean, if, if I'm the owner of the team, I'm like, hey, we, we need to have a meeting right now. I, I need to know what, what we do. Because that, that makes no sense to me whatsoever. And I'm wondering why somebody else ain't asking them kind of questions. That That's insane. Now, that is insane. Now, I'm one of those guys that actually like Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper has been getting a seriously bad rap, especially like since Amari Jordan. I like Amari Cooper, but I mean, I'm just saying, Amari Cooper to me, is is a uh, he's not a game breaker? I think Amari Cooper is is a uh, he's gonna be that guy. He he to me is like a possession receiver, and I see him making some possession receiver type catches. I don't see him as a barn burner. I don't see him as a number one. That's one of the things I'm gonna have to disagree with you there. You like think, you think he's the number one? I think Dallas losing Amari Cooper was by far one of the dumbest things they could have done. Like, I think Dallas got worse getting rid of Amari Cooper than any other position they, they're getting ready to get rid of on the offensive side of the ball right now. 
Well, see, I think they think the C.D. Lamb can be their number one. But he doesn't give you what Amari does. Like, okay, C.D. Lamb is your, your game breaker. But yeah. when you need that first down, who you throwing the ball to? I'm with you. But, I, I, but see, to me, that's a possession receiver. Well, like you said, when you need that first down, he's your guy. And I'm with you on that. But I think they think the tight end can be that guy. Yes, Dallas just paid Gallup. But Gallup is out for half the year. He just tore his ACL a few weeks ago. I, I didn't like the whole Gallup thing. I, I didn't agree with that at all. And they paid him some stupid amount of money. They did. I saw that. I, I saw that. That was terrible. I saw that. So, I, I don't know. I, I, I think, and then going to Cleveland, it's, it's not going to help Amari Cooper out <laughs> at all. So, oh, I agree. It, so, I agree. It's, it's just going to make that, that situation a lot worse for him. I agree. I agree with you there. So, anyway, uh, speaking of dumbass moves, the Vikings extended Kirk Cousins to a $35 million contract. I mean, guys, seriously? I mean, how does he get a $35 million extension? Kirk Cousins. <clears throat> I mean, definitely on the bottom half of quarterbacks in the league. And do you think that you can win a Super Bowl by having a quarterback that is on the bottom half of the quarterbacks in the league? A quarterback. How do you win a Super Bowl with a quarterback you know is rated number 17 or better, or 17 or worse in the league? <clears throat> How's that happen? <clears throat> Talk to me, Miss Carey. Tell me what they think. I mean, nobody's been smarter than Kirk Cousins as far as getting his bag is concerned. Um, since 2016, I think he's up 230 mil <clears throat> in eight years. That's counting the next two years. Um, so, I, I mean, I think much like, I mean, you can hide a quarterback. He doesn't have to be your your uh, your mainstayer, right? So, uh, apparently, they believed he could do it, and. Um, Gave him the money for it. They didn't think they were too far off this year. Hmm. Er, talk to me. How, how, uh, I don't know if it's, if it's cousins or if it's his agent. First of all, somebody's doing something crazy. I don't know how that man making that money. First of all, let me say this to his agent. Um, I'm up for a pay raise coming very soon. I need you on my side, my guy. I need you on my side. Oh, that's right. Amen to that. Secondly, I, I was, I'm going to say the same thing I had with Amari Cooper. I'm one of those guys that actually like Kirk Cousins, man. Mm. I I didn't feel like he got just due for what he could do. Mm. And, I mean, even though he's not the best in all this and that and that and this, I mean, he got Stephon Diggs paid. He got Adam Thielen paid. He's about mm. to get Justin Jefferson paid. Mm-hmm. He got his tight end uh, last couple years uh, that left uh, Rudolph. He got paid. So, I mean... Can he be that bad of a quarterback if everybody around him is getting paid too along with him? Yeah, he can be. Uh, Jason <laughs> just sent me a text and said, you like Kirk Cousins because you used to date his sister. That's what Jason just sent me a text. But, he said that's the reason why you... <laughs> listen, I have no problems with that. You be embarrassed on payday? How you going to be embarrassed? Listen, rule number one, and Coach, help me out if you disagree, rule number Come one on. in sports, uh-huh. you get paid... For what people think you deserve. And if he's getting paid that money, apparently somebody in that office thought he deserves it. 
That's what I'm saying. He got he got a hell of a spin team. I mean, I don't know who his agent is. Because you're right. I'm, I'm going to give it. I'll, listen to me. I mean, you can't fault him if people want to pay him like that. That ain't his fault. Listen. So I, I mean, I understand that. I'm with you on that. I'm I'm not I'm not mad at uh at, at him for, for getting his back like that because how could you? How could you? So I agree. You never get paid I what you're worth, but you get paid what somebody what somebody feels you worth. And apparently it's a Ms. lot Karen, more than what you think. What you think, Miss Carrie? You know you know about that big money, cause like CP3 be getting that kind of money. You know, talk to us about it. This is eighth fully um, guaranteed deal. Fully guaranteed. He's a 500 starter. He's been to three playoff <coughs> games. <laughs> Thank you, Ms. Carey. I mean, I, I, I feel know. like... Mwah. Mwah. I feel like they sell... I mean, I've, I have said this since day one. Like, the runway for the white young quarterback is like frat D. Like, it goes around to everybody. Because look at Trubisky, look at Wentz. They just keep passing him around like herpes, though. Miss Carey, you're reading my mind right now. You're reading my mind right now. That's what we're going to talk about next. Next, we're going to talk about Trubisky. And I'm with you. But how is Trubisky going to the Steelers? I mean, I cannot believe that the Steelers... Uh, believing in Mitchell Trubisky to come in there, I'm sitting up there like, what is Mike Tomlin doing? They're gonna I'm hide like, that had to be out of his hands. That, <laughs> that had to be with a GM saying, you know what? I'm at the trump you on this one, dog. We're going to take him. Because I believe in him, and that's who I want. We're going to be here to win some football games. Try to do it I'm all seven. Like, but like you just said, I mean, Carson Wentz going somewhere too. <laughs> Carson Wentz headed for team number four. <laughs> Whatever it is, I'm just sitting up here like, you have got to be kidding me. From what, what, let's, let, let's, stay on, let's stay on Tomlin. <coughs> what did Mike Tomlin see or what does he see in Trubisky to get Trubisky in there? <coughs> Availability. Travis said Trubisky has to be a transition QB, and they draft a quarterback in the first or second round of the draft. Now, I, I think I think the good thing for for Pittsburgh is the top of the draft is so offensive line pass rush heavy that yeah. a lot of these quarterbacks are going to drop to twenties. Fall down, yeah, they will, they will. But I'm gonna say this: you know, Pittsburgh is one of those NFL towns. It ain't like Atlanta. I mean, they, they, you know, Mike Tomlin's been to the playoff every year he's been coaching. And, I mean, you know, you got to get to the playoffs. They're they, they trying to go deep in the playoffs. I mean, that's just what they believe their team should always be. So you can't have no average quarterback, you know, whoever the Travis said that he's a transition quarterback and all that. The hell with that. They ain't trying to have no damn transition quarterback. <clears throat> They're trying to damn be at least going to the damn AFC championship game. I mean, if you can't get to that, I mean, that, that damn town wants to run your ass out of it. So, I mean, I'm just telling you, that's why as much as they love Brussels, they knew it was time for him to go. Oh, I mean, you know, six years ago. Six can't years do. ago. But in his first year, they hid him. 
right? And it was their defense that got them to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't performing like to the level that he got to. He was he was new, and his, their defense got him there. And I think that that's what they're expecting from. They're not expecting Trubisky to win games. They're just saying don't lose us any games. Mm. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a lot of slot passes, a lot of a lot of slant pass or dink and dunks, yeah. right? Okay. And move the ball down the field and score, and then our defense will keep the other team from scoring. It's a win. Better have a good run again. Irv, what do you think? I, I think they should have took a hard look at Jameis Winston, honestly. <laughs> And I don't understand why nobody is really taking a hard look at Jameis Winston right now or anybody. They're not even re- remotely talking about Jameis Winston right now. But I, listen, Mitchell Trubisky has been getting this buzz ever since he went to Buffalo. And I'm just thinking in the back of my mind, like, all right, the way y'all treated him when he was in Chicago is the same way y'all treating Carson Wentz right now. And y'all are just like transitioning to the next person and making the next person look better than they actually are. When you got a guy who actually put some stuff on film that's actually looked pretty good, and without his torn ACL, he'd probably be one of the highest paid free agent quarterbacks right now. Well, I think that, I think what it is is people see talent in these guys, and they feel like I can manifest that talent. No, you no. know, that, that the way that I coach and the way the talent that he has, I can get him to do what we need for him to do to be successful. And I think that's what happened. And I, I think that they over uh, what's what's I'm, what's I'm looking for here. They overevaluate their talent as a coach, and they don't realize that that guy has the talent, but he doesn't have that talent on Sundays. And uh, there's a lot of guys in the NFL like that who just can't do it on Sunday. I mean, you know, whether you're nervous, whether you're scared. You know, whatever the case may be, because you know when you got uh, number nine, number ninety nine for the uh, for the Super Bowl champs, you know Aaron Donald gonna be breathing down your neck all day. It's hard to be comfortable back there. <laughs> yeah, you, you get hit a couple times. It's hard to be comfortable back there when you got three hundred pound men landing on you and everything else. I mean, it, it's very uncomfortable. So I, I think that's the problem is they see the talent and they know these guys have that kind of talent. But, uh, but I don't think they, they look at it as a whole sometimes. And they think that they can uh, do something that nobody else has, which I think is a big mistake. And that's why we hate the combine. <laughs> yeah, amen. <laughs> <that too. laughs> but speaking of idiot moves, the commanders traded Carson. I'm just Irv. Hey, hey, Travis, black us out. Just let Irv have the, have the floor. We just want you to talk about why right. in the hell the, the, the damn commanders I'm going to show off my team that I coached. All right, so first of all, let me say this. <laughs> to everybody that hated on anything that Washington has been doing so far, go kick rocks. All right, check this out. Carson Wentz has gotten a bad rap ever since that one bad year in Philadelphia. Oh, my God. Oh my God. I don't understand what the bad rap was in the Colts last year. He really, it was 17 games and you want to blame the entire season on one or two? Like, let's, come on, please. Let's not do this. All right. Secondly, finally I can get a quarterback that can throw the ball past 50 50 yards to a team that has some burners that can't do no goal routes. Like, this is insane. Listen, 
I had a team full of wide receivers with a bunch of out routes and a quarterback that can't even throw an out route. I don't even remember the last good Washington quarterback that we had. Carson Wentz might not be the next good Washington quarterback that we had, but at least they're getting a chance to show us that they care to look at a quarterback right now. (sighs) Listen, anybody that says anything negative about what we have done at quarterback, kick rocks, okay? Mm. What quarterback do you have? Worry about yourself. Mm. Wow. Well, I'm going to say this to that. And, I mean, you know, when Taylor Heineke, I guess, is your quarterback, I mean, you know, there's not – to me, you're just starting a collection. Listen. I mean, you're starting a collection of guys that want to be – and, and, you know, I mean, but just not going to be franchise quarterbacks. I mean, Heineke's that guy. I mean, I don't, I, Carson Wentz is a taller version of Heineke. I mean, I mean, what is he? Is he, though? Is he? What is he? Because I think Heineke might even move a little bit better than Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is not the Carson Wentz that played in college like he used to be. Carson Wentz used to be a good runner of the football and a good – He's he's terrible now back there, and I don't know if it's because he's unsure and he doesn't know what he's doing and he's scared or whatever. But he is not the guy that we saw <clears throat> winning championships at North Dakota State. That's not him anymore. He's not. He's not that guy. But but look at look at the list of quarterbacks. Let me name seven of these quarterbacks that we've had the last four years. Come on, Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. Mark Sanchez. Yeah. Josh Johnson. Yep. <laughs> ain't named the quarterback yet. <laughs> Alex Smith. You ain't named the real quarterback yet. <laughs> like, I mean, I understand we got Carson Wentz, but when you compare it to those guys. Okay. That, that's like that's like being the top of the doo-doo pile. Oh, I mean, please. Oh, please. Please. <laughs> please. Please. As close as y'all are to the Chesapeake Bay, all the blue crabs, and y'all couldn't get Jameis Winston. One Jameis. You just said you don't, you don't, you can't believe that people are not taking a look at Jameis Winston, and and they're, I mean, that's why we're mad. I mean, that's why we're saying it was shit move. Because why not Jameis Winston? I got laughed at for bringing up Jameis Winston. I got laughed at for Carson Wentz. And I also got laughed at for Malik Willis coming out of the draft. Three guys who I think are going to be solid quarterbacks because of the players that's going to surround them. I can't name a receiver on the level of Terry McLaurin on the Colts right now. I can't name a tight end who had a solid season like Logan Thomas did on the Colts right now. Now you're giving them two guys that are immediate impacts for guys in his nature and the style of play that he has, who knows what he's going to do? Like, he didn't have that. We can't name one receiver that he had in Philly. Don't worry, I'll wait. (laughs) (laughs) Matt says says those quarterbacks sound like the Land of Misfit Toys. I'm with you on that, Matt. Land of Misfit Toys? They they sound like names from the Goonies. You muted yourself, brother. We can't hear you, Travis. We can't hear you. You muted yourself, Travis. Real quick before we move on to NCAA, uh, one, that was a really good joke, Miss Carey. I like that crap joke. Um, <laughs> I caught that. Um, two, Arv, are you worried about Carson Wentz and the fact that he's injury-prone? 
and he never gets through a season. I know the last year he did, but I think that, well, you know, he, he tends to get injured a lot. And I don't know if your guys' offensive line is as good as what the Colts had. So. Well, well, the Colts' offensive line is a good running offensive line. I mean, think about it. Somebody's getting hurt at quarterback with a good offensive line. Does that mean they have good pass protection? Are they good offensive line or do they have a good running back? Like, and then I'll say this. Like, yes, he was injury prone, but he's only missed four games in the last six years. I don't think that's injury prone to me. I think he's scared. He looked like he's scared back there to me all the time. Listen, it's a brand new year. We'll see what's going to happen. I'm excited, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> I like it. Like I like that you're excited. Twenty-seven and seven. I, like I don't. Excited. I don't remember having a quarterback that's never had less than ten interceptions in a season, and I'm getting a guy that's done it at all except one year. I'm just going to wait till about week eight. Okay. And I'm remind you. I'm remind you about how excited you were. <laughs> Bring it on. Well, don't forget to remind him that he said that the Commanders were going to make it to the Super Bowl last year. <laughs> that was so a joke. I, but I said the Cardinals though. That was a joke. I said the Cardinals. The Ravens too. I said the Cardinals in Baltimore. I the Washington was a joke. <laughs> it wasn't no Cardinals. It was Cardinals. It wasn't no Cardinals. Come no, on, what? pull up the tape. You said- Pull up the tape. You said it was going to be a chocolate city show. That, that was a joke. Yeah. Literally five <laughs> seconds after that, I said the Cardinals. Pull up the tape. <laughs> well, it wasn't the Cardinals either. It wasn't either. But I didn't think. It wasn't the Ravens. I didn't think the Rams was going to go f- pick up everybody on the scrap heap. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, let's see. Saints, Panthers, and Browns all have trade packages approved by Deshaun Watson. Afford Deshaun Watson, I should say. Matt just said that was just reported a few minutes ago. The Saints, the Panthers, and the Browns have him already. So he, if he was the pick from those three, he'd be a fool not to go to the Saints, in my opinion. Yes, indeed. In my opinion. I, I think he'd be a fool not to pick the Saints over over the rest of that, that garbage heap right there. So that's that's my opinion. And it shouldn't um, be a debate. <clears throat> anyway, let's switch over. We're going to switch over now. Oh, we'll talk about Randy Gregory before we go. Just breaking news was uh, right before the show hit. Uh, Randy Gregory decided to jump ship and leave Dallas to go to the Denver Broncos. Um, I'm a Dallas hater. I hate them about as much as I hate Atlanta. Uh, so I'm, I'm anything that I, I feel like is a blow to Jerry Jones, I, I love. Um, but what do you think about that, that news, Miss Carey? He's he's a he's a big part of defense. Yeah, I mean, I think that Dallas is having a hard time paying folks. They gave they gave the bag to Dak, yeah. and now they can't keep folks. And yeah. so, I mean, it's part of the it's you know it's part for the course. At this point, um, losing both Amari Cooper and um, Gregory, like, who are they gonna be next year? Yeah, that's a significant impact. Now. You know, they're, they're, they're putting a lot on Micah Parsons. Um, and I think that, you know, that's only going to be until he gets past his rookie contract. And then they're going to have a hard time signing him. Um, you know, they're going to have to figure something out. So uh, so it's going to be interesting. I, I think what you're probably going to see, <clears throat> and I can tell you right now, if it was me, I would do it, is Ezekiel Elliott is probably short, short for being in Dallas. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, – Something didn't happen to him because he, he's not the Zeke that he used to be. 
And, uh, and, and I think they need to go ahead and realize that. And I'm kind of calling for his outage like I was years ago with Julio and, uh, and Matt, Matt Ryan both. I think that he's just, you've seen his best days. And it, it's not going to get any better. He's, not, he's never going to run the way that he used to run. And I think it's time for a change. I think it's time to go find another running back, you know, in the NFL, uh, running backs like him. And he he used to be good coming out of backfield, catching the ball. And they used to, could, you know, put him out there and throw the ball to him and whatnot. But it seemed like those days are gone. I, I just don't see his desire like I used to see it, uh, him to play where he could go out there and take over a game. Ain't you know the last part of the game, they could just run the ball. Exactly. When you saw him doing that right there, you knew he was in it. Been a long time since you've seen that. Been a long time yeah. since you've seen he that. He ain't hungry. He's yeah. not hungry. And and that's what happened when you give these jokes all that money. And then, you know, you, you done gave him a uh, a $56 million contract and 50 of us guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. Listen, the, 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 the one major blow that a lot of running backs have, yeah, the, now. <laughs> the, the one major blow that a lot of running backs have that he had was a knee injury that wasn't torn. So he, yeah. he was dealing with an injury that was sore the entire season. Yeah. Exactly. And it showed. And and yep. those are those injuries that if you as long as you continue to bang it, it's not gonna get any better. It's not gonna make your play any better. But you know, like a lot of these guys, you, you hate to say it, you want something to be torn so that it can be adjusted. And most of these guys come back bionic with these torns. Exactly. But, yeah, they got stuff now that all this stem cell stuff and all that. Yeah, I mean cause, cause, I had a doctor tell me the other day I don't have any cartilage in my knee. Yeah. Any meniscus in my knee. And he said, man, I can put some stem cells in there. You'd be good as new. It's crazy. <laughs> he wow. said, you think you 20 again. That's crazy. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's insane. <laughs> but, yeah, like he had he had an extreme bruise, and I think he missed a game for it and then tried to play on it, and it showed. Yeah. that yeah. For one, that big, huge brace that's on his right knee. Yeah. And and it's not making him look good. That's one of the situations. Rest is better than, than, than field play. But yeah. he, but he knew Tony Pollard was going to take his back spot. You agree with coach? His, his best days are behind him. Oh, it's long gone. Running yeah. backs, are, running backs are tough. Yeah, the shelf life ain't but about three or four years. I said that a long time ago. When you got grown ass men out there throwing their bodies at your knees and stuff because they can't hit you high because they know you'll you'll make them look stupid and run over them if you they they throw their three hundred pound bodies at your knees and at your uh, your thighs and all that. And you see Saquon Barkley. You'll never see Saquon Barkley run like he did when he first came out. Them days are over. And, and he, like I said, he, he is he's two years from, from being out in the league. And he got the quads of life. I'm just telling you. I mean, he I, I said that when he first came out. You see all these running backs in college just running over people and bouncing off tackles and running down the field, trucking people and all that. Dude, like like Richard Hood just said, NFL stands for not for long. That ain't gonna happen for too long in that in this league when you got guys like that dope joker from Georgia the other day, uh six foot eight, three hundred and seventy something pounds, ran a damn four seven forty. And and he cut some weight <laughs> to do that. They said he cut thirty seven I mean, pounds for the combine. Insane. That is insane when you have a man that big moving like that. 
and let him hit you any kind of way but, but, on his back. But coach, his ten yard <laughs> split, long. his ten yard split was like one point seven. That was like, yo, that's that's, that's corners. Crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. That's really crazy. Yeah, because that's all he's gonna run in the game anyway. That's yeah. how far you gonna be from him. From you to him is gonna be about that far when he hits your ass. I was like, moving that, at that speed, two seconds breathing. That's like. Three step drop and then you running like you're not even looking at progressions. That's insane. You, that is crazy. Because normally that it's like one point nine, two point oh's in the defensive tackles. This man ran a one point seven. Yeah, that's like Real a blink. Quick, I'm, I'm gonna change gears on y'all. We got seven minutes because we're gonna switch to basketball quick because we have to because this guys. <laughs> this is one of my favorite times of the year. This this March Madness. I don't even watch college basketball hardly. But this time of year, I'm trying to watch, like, every game. And a buddy of mine, he probably sitting up at uh, Johnny's Pizza. They they reserve a room for him and his buddies. <clears throat> he wanted me to come over there and join him, at least partial, because he will sit there this whole weekend. He will he watches every game starting on a Friday, and he'll go all the way till Sunday. And he will sit in there and watch every single game. Anytime there's a game on, he'll be in Johnny's Pizza in there watching it from here until till, uh, from uh, Friday to Sunday. And uh, so he, he's a big fan of it. Uh, Vanderbilt right now playing in the NIT. They win in 82-71. So I guess they figured out how to beat Belmont. Oh, the game's over. Final. They, they're shaking hands right now. <clears throat> so uh, We're not talking about the losers, bro. Yeah, we, yeah, we ain't talking about the NIT. We ain't talking about the NIT. We're talking about the, we're talking about the big dance. Who do you have? In the big dance. I'm going to start with you, Miss Carrie. Ladies first. We're going to let you go first. You I ain't, Listen, we ain't changing. We're right now picking who the winner of the 64, actually 68 teams. you picking the winner right now. Who's it going to be? Kansas. Woo. Okay. I ain't, I'm going to reserve my comment. That, that's a pretty good pick. I'm, hey, you surprised me. That's a pretty good pick. Er. I've been going back and forth with this one. Come on. You the basketball guy? I think... I think Auburn... Is, I think Auburn is going to do it. Mm. That's awful. That's a terrible pick. The, the the route that they have, they going to be out in the first damn round. The route that they have is entirely too easy. And I looked at the other number ones. Mm-hmm. Every single number one has a chance to lose in round of thirty two. Mm-hmm. And I looked at Auburn, and I was like, "How did they get this easy route?" I'm going Auburn. Okay. And everybody, are they a, are they a one seed? They're a two seed. Oh. And I'm listen, and I'm looking at everybody picking Gonzaga. I'm telling you guys right now, Gonzaga's gonna be out with Sweet 16. I ain't, I ain't picking Gonzaga. I, ain't, you I have Gonzaga losing to Memphis. You ain't heard my pick. You let no. Travis pick the dude. Go ahead, Travis. Who you got, Purdue? Go ahead, Travis. <laughs> I don't have Purdue. I haven't gone to the uh, I got I haven't gone to the championship game. Um, but uh, I know. Don't give me that. Um, Imagine that. Earth, Earth. Um. Never since 1985 has a national championship team lost in their their conference tournament before the semifinal round or before. 
Somebody's law of averages, Travis. It's about time that somebody does. So that don't make no sense. Nobody care. Okay, well, Auburn lost in the quarterfinals. So okay. that takes them out for me. I'm they're, going to Arizona. They're well rested. Mm. You know what? I'm going to say this for, for Travis. Because I, I saw Arizona play UCLA the other night in the championship game. I did too. That's one of the best damn basketball games I've ever seen yeah. played. And, I mean, I don't watch a, a lot of college basketball. I could not stop watching that shit. I'm like, these, these <laughs> jokers get plenty. I mean, it was a great basketball game. And so I said, you know what? One of these two teams right here might just win it all. So, but I knew, I now I know I got changed my mind when Travis said he picking one of them. So, I'm going to go with my original thought. I'm going with the Dukies. I'm a Dukie baby. Hey, <laughs> go close out the show. Team, close out the show. <laughs> they got a matchup nightmare with Texas Tech. If they I don't play. give a damn. I'm going with the Dukies. I think we're going to pull it out, baby, for Coach K. That one shining moment, Miss Carey. They're not going to beat, gonna 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 beat Michigan State. You going to try that. You're a Dukie. He's a Dukie. He's a dookie. Wouldn't you like to be a dookie too? Hey, we need That's to check it. Right, we need to check and see what's in Coach's hey. Cup. Now y'all hate on me if you want to. I don't care. I mean, bottom line is it's going to be somebody. Y'all got to pick somebody. And You're right. I'm picking somebody too. You get to pick someone too, Coach. And if I wasn't picking the dookie, I'd pick damn Kentucky. Because I'm an SEC man to my heart. And I'd pick Calipari to get it done. But I ain't going to do that. I'm going to go ahead and stay with the Dukies. I'm going to ride with Coach K. And, hey, when it is, it is. But, uh, but like I said, I, I, I think they might have a little magic. But I'm telling you right now, again, the best basketball game, college basketball game I've seen in a long time was damn Arizona and, and UCLA. UCLA got a squad now. Yeah. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, UCLA really got a damn squad. And, uh, and I was very impressed with them. But, like, who won that game? Did, did Arizona win the game? Arizona. Arizona did win. I didn't see the very end of it. But, like I said, that was a great basketball game. So, anyway, all right, folks, it is 8.59. We're about to get out of here. Before we go, we're going to let everybody say I have one last take. Miss Carrie, give me your last take. Come on with it. Um, we didn't get to talk about the disparity in pay. Come on. Disparity for the NCAA um, men's and women's. I'm going to talk What's about that? it. I said talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. Oh, just that so you said they got slapped down because they haven't made any any progress in, in the disparity right. between. Yeah, but but neither has the NCAA, uh, the NBA or the N, um, the WNBA. Come same on thing. Come on, Ms. That's the, it's the same reason why. It's the same reason why Brittany Griner is still in, in Russia. Oh, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Let it have, let it have been um, KD. We'd have been flying over. He'd have flew over by themselves and picked them up. So they would have sent a, 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 a 10-man commando unit to go get KD up. <laughs> Say the SEALs would have had KD back by now. Er, give me your take, baby. <laughs> Listen, I got my own reason about that, Brittany Gr- First of all, it's 30 women's players in the WNBA that's in Russia. 
Why do they pick out one person that decides to bring drugs on a plane? And that's the WNBA and the NBA's fault. I don't. That baffles me to the core. Yeah. But my take is, listen, we need to bring some more appreciation to the WNBA, the, the WNBA, the Women's College Basketball Tournament, uh, go NC State. Um, just the women's sports as a whole. Like with the WNBA expansion, is it's got to be the next step, but it has to be done correctly. It has to be in the cities that people want to go to the games. It has to be promoted perfectly for these people to want to see these type of players. Um, like, all through the year, I've been promoting specific women players in college and WNBA for people to look out for. And everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, we need to talk about these guys. When the NBA product right now is, tr- it's, I can't even watch it. Women, keep striving to be great. We're here to support you. I'm an advocate. I'm coaching girls basketball. I'm I'm on the front line trying to help. So listen, be strong. We with you. We love you. The come up is coming. Started talking about what you know what they were talking about. I was going to talk about the women's uh, you know NCAA tournament as well. Um, it's just as good as the men's. So watch it, watch it, watch it. It's it's really good. You may not know a lot of the players because it's women's basketball and they're not on as much, but they're just as good. Um, there are some stars in NCAA, in the women's game right now in the NCAA. Um, so I, I know I will be watching, take a few minutes to watch some of these games um, in the NCAA, and I'm, or if I'm taking South Carolina to win the NCAA women's team. NC State. Right here. NC State. I'm going with I'm going with South Carolina. I like Dawn State. I'm a Don Staley fan. No. But, uh, but here, here's my thing, guys. I mean, Bill, it's Bill it's amazing to me. Just like we're still talking about race issues and we're talking about gender issues. I mean, this it's, it's obscene. I mean, it really is. It's, 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 it's just laughable that we're still talking about this kind of stuff. And for lawmakers to, you know, chastise, you know, the NCAA, I think that's laughable. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you're the guys who are making the laws. You can do something about it if you want to. So just do something about it. I mean, why are you sit up there like you're, you're begging them to do something about it? I mean, start hitting them in the pocketbook. Start fining them or doing something or whatever or, or, or giving them more taxes or taxing them more whatever they, you have to do to make it happen. Because at the end of the day, they're not above anybody else. They're not above any other industry or whatever and so you can you can make it happen if you wanted to i like women's basketball <clears throat> i'm not a WNBA fan i'm a i'm a just like i'm not an nba fan but i like watching women's college basketball i i, I just do it, it, it i have an appreciation for it because it seems like it's more of a team game like Irv said i hate watching it at uh, the nba because one joker get the ball and dribble the air out of it or he'll get the ball and and damn uh, rise up and shoot it from half court. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's just ridiculous. It's just like you can see the look on some of these guys' faces. And I used to play the game. I used to play basketball. I was a good basketball player. And I knew sometime when the joke got the ball, I didn't even need to run down the court because he was definitely going to shoot that damn ball. <laughs> Am I right, Er? And then you want to punch him in the mouth. And you Sometimes want- I see somebody get that rebound. 
and he won't kick it out to the point guard. He starts dreaming. I said, this joke going to shoot that ball. <laughs> I promise you. He's going to shoot that ball. And it, it is because it's, it's like there's no team at all. It's just get the ball and get your points. And you trying to you can tell the guys are out there trying to make sure they get their points in. And it's, it's not even fun to watch. It's, it's just not. So, anyway, and, uh, and especially defense, I love to see the girls. Seem like they play harder, more passionate defense. They hustle more. And as far as them making more money, guys, I mean, I am in the gym with these ladies and with these men. Ladies always work harder than the men do. They always do. I mean, the ladies are working so hard to perfect their games. And, and, and I mean, the, the, the guys are coming in and shoot around for a little while and Act like they're half-ass lazy and half-ass workout. Girls are in there busting their tails to perfect their game. I'm just, I'm just keeping it real. And so, I mean, when you want to talk about who deserves more money, <clears throat> I mean, especially yeah. if you're going on that, I'm telling you right now, it ain't even close. Listen, I, <laughs> I got a group chat just for the girls that ask me questions all the time about what I need to do to get better. Every guy I, that I train has yet to do something like this. Like, it's, it's different breed. I know, but that's what I'm talking about. That, so anyway, that being said, guys, we, we'll have to bring this back up and talk about it one day and, and have a little bit more input from everybody out there. Um, anyway, guys, oh, Richard, Richard Hood said two best marketing companies in the USA are the NFL and NASCAR. And he's probably right. I, I, I don't think the WNBA gets enough of that. I don't think there, there's enough hoopla about the WNBA. Miss Hood, thank you for being here. Tom, all of y'all are saying good night. We appreciate all y'all for being here. Matt, uh, as always, appreciate you for being here. Mr. Butler, I know appreciate y'all for being here. Folks, we got to get out of here. Uh, thank you, Miss Carrie, uh, all the way from downtown Atlanta, the Chocolate City, uh, with Carson Wentz coming to you. <laughs> Commando <laughs> Carson. Travis on the ones and two, Travis, we appreciate you tonight. We'll see y'all next week. Good night, Miss Francis. Straight from the head. <clears throat> well, that baby just in time, man. Right. <laughs> yep. Shut it down. Yep. I mean, see ya. If I can make 600000 in four months, I wouldn't go overseas. She does it because she wants to go.